second episode of our Capabilities for Coders pod. I'm Jeremy Singer at the University of Glasgow. Thanks so much for listening. I've just come back from the Cyber UK event in Belfast, where I met loads of fun people who work with Cherry, capability systems and secure software. This is all part of the UK Digital Security by Design Initiative, or DSBD for short. The person who heads up DSBD is Professor John Goodacre, and I'm delighted to say I was able to catch up with John in Belfast. So the rest of this podcast is an interview I did with John during a rather noisy coffee break at the Cyber UK event. Please do excuse the background sounds in this recording. Yeah, it's been quite an interesting, because we're recording, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <coughs> we are. So, so it's been obviously quite an interesting event, socialising. Did you enjoy your dinner on the Titanic last I, night? I, I never knew I was a VIP until last night. I'd never been a VIP before, but uh, mm. Mm. apparently at the last minute somebody decided I was a VIP. Oh, right. And I got sat on a table full of defence people, which was really interesting. Yeah. So imagine having to do small talk with people with high security clearance on a confidential table yes. in the open forum. Oh. Yeah, it was interesting what they wouldn't say. They, most of them just said, yes, I'm John. Oh, first names only, yeah. yes. yes. Which is, but you're my, your first name too, I, Professor I, I, John, Professor it says John, on your Professor badge. John, yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. So. Good. So um, here's a question for you then, John. Right? How do you um, how do you explain Sherry to people who are very important but not very oh. technically uh, aware? Well, you you, you you sort of narrowed it down because, like you say, how do you explain something to somebody means you need to know who they are and where they're coming from. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've got your kind so, of stakeholder. So, so so normally what I need to do is if I don't already know them or haven't been prepped, I have to work out who they are. Quick googling. I either Google them, or if I haven't had time to do that, because obviously the show stand here, people randomly show Coming and, and say, going, yeah, "Hi, yeah. you know, I'm not John. What's what, what's the? It's Jane, isn't it? Jane Doe. So oh, yes. yeah, I'm a Jane, and uh, they start asking questions, and you think, okay, they've heard something. You've got yeah. no idea why they're asking, what part of the story they need to hear. Mm. Let's find out a little bit about them. Okay. Uh, so I, I will, you know, typically ask questions like, you know. Uh, how technical are you? Do, you? do you know that a computer basically runs software? Oh, and if I saw, yeah. and, if and if I, they say no, then you're if in they trouble. say no, <laughs> then, then I know I need to go into the social side of oh, okay. the program yes. and the yeah. impacts and the risks. Yeah. If yeah. they say, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I, you know, I did so and so, or give me some example, at, at least they've got some knowledge of what a computer is. Okay. Then I can obviously start describing it yeah. in terms of how the computer has yeah. been static and needs to bring benefit, and you know, the unlocking. Again, if it's a commercially focused government person, then it's okay. so you know public good kind of yeah, story. Yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. defence, it's you know defensive. It's fight. Yeah, so it varies. Who's the most important person you've spoken to at this show here this over the show, last couple of days? Any politicians? Yeah. So actually, my VIP show. I, I ended up there at the VIP dinner. Yeah. But randomly standing next to a very important person. Not that I knew it at the time. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so I won't say who it was because obviously I can't. Sure. 
Um, I think there's a lot of buzz around DSBD, um, certainly this event, and I think a lot of it's come from, oh, not necessarily slick marketing, but certainly very good public awareness kind of raising on your part. Would you, <laughs> would you, well, you and your team, would you, how many marks out of 10 would you give yourself for sort of DSBD oh. as a, a programme in terms of, you know, cyber security uh, um, uh, interest in yeah, the, the so, UK? So obviously it's, it is a government funded and governed programme. So when we, as, as you know, I, I, I was involved in the, instrumental in the involvement of actually creating the concept in the first place yeah then took on the delivery of it yeah so and uh, the delivery of it included how would you be measured and monitored oh so you've defined your own success so so we had to we had to define our kpis in agreement with the stakeholders that were paying us what the kpis so have we met the kpis of the program i think we've done a damn good job actually now so i'll separate what the program was versus what the overall intent is yeah yeah because i think those are actually two separate things so Mm -hmm. the the delivery objectives, the primary one there was to break the market failure between hardware and software so that a new hardware technology could align with the development of software. That's certainly happening isn't Yeah, it? so that's yeah. certainly happening yeah. we've got the it's... hardware, we've got a silicon chip we've yeah. got you know, basically desktop stacks running, we've got server stacks running yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got embedded microcontrollers stuff running, so actually have we done it, and in fact in one of the panels earlier said there's now more memory secure code for DSDB platforms than there is for Rust. Than there is for Rust. Oh, no, so, you know, so if you think about, you know, the recommendations that you write all your new code in Rust, in Rust very yeah. good, yeah. but there's trillions of lines of code that isn't in Rust. Are you yeah. going to rewrite that? No. Yeah. So there's actually more of that history now available for this new secured architecture than there is for the new languages that claim that they can do similar mm. things. And I'll, I'll leave it at similar uh, protections. Well, the precise numbers that they quoted were 40 million lines of open source Rust code versus 100 million lines lines of Sherry yeah. C and C++ code so it's quite impressive yeah, yeah I, I think about 30 million of that's just in the browser <laughs> and, and, and yeah. you know, obviously the browser is a really base. interesting one because yeah. you know it, it, it's one of the primary attack surfaces for when you t- to connect to the network whether yeah. or not it's embedded in something yeah. or whether or not it's visible to the user in a browser yeah. uh, you, you think about it and then you look at Chromium or Chrome browser if you like which is obviously Edge in Microsoft as well and the Chromium one's around 250 third-party libraries in its construction. Sure. So, in effect, you've got 250-plus development teams mm. all writing their own stuff. You've no idea... Whether you can trust them Whether all. you can trust yeah. what they're doing, whether yeah. or not they are going to have a vulnerability or whether or not right. they've left a back door in. And the way that technology works today is that you break one of those, you're into yeah. the whole app, potentially system, potentially network. Right. So this is your argument for compartments, is it? Software Yes, this is... A, this is going to the next level. So the, right. the DSDB has the two parts. It has the memory safety, yeah. which is basically find a new chip, compile your code onto it, yeah. you get memory safety. You stop that 70% of ongoing vulnerability. Yeah, there. no more buffer overflows. No Good. more buffer overflows. No, no, yeah. well, it's more than buffer overflows oh, yes, because yes, your yes. buffer overflows are one of the why ways that you can yeah. inject code. But yeah. there's not a lot of return-orientated programming on the stack as well. Sure. Those sure. all get blocked. So it's code and data protection yeah. uh, for memory safety. So 
yeah. code, it's a memory pointer, it's a stack pointer, it's a return address pointers, yeah. etc. Yeah. And then obviously data pointers for structures in memory. Now, the, as you say, the other the other key part is that compartmentalization because you know memory safety. Microsoft, Google, Chromium, Vore said it's around 70% of the ongoing rate, so that means there's 30% of other software oh, vulnerabilities that, so that, that, that yes. the recompilation doesn't fix. Yes. But with the compartmentalization, this is where the developer actually goes, hmm, if this bit of code or this module was to be attacked, what's the blast radius? Yeah. All right, yeah. so yeah. Compart- uh, you, people look at that today and they split it across processes. So Chromium, for example, puts different tabs in different yeah, processes. Yeah, but that's very heavyweight. It's, it? Well, that's yeah, right. So every yeah. you know, everyone takes about four percent of your code, memory footprint, to, to just do the memory management for it. Oh, so this is your page table. You need page table. You need your process. page tables. Yeah, you need yeah, your TLB okay. to do Invented your Manchester, translation. I think page tables. Oh, don't go yes, into yes. whose fault all this is. <laughs> uh, so that gets you all of that. But if you can basically then move those into compartments, you go yeah. much far grain. So one of the uh, example scenarios is where the uh, I think it was the JPEG library was compromised in its oh, open yeah. source. Submission, yes, yes, which yes. meant that the Chromium browser picked up the decoder, yeah. uh, and all they had to do was encourage somebody to go to a website that had download an image the dodgy in, JPEG, yes, download yes, the dodgy yeah. picture, and yeah. that library then took yeah. over the whole browser oh, and the machine. Okay. Whereas what they can do now with the compartments is that was a separate library and compartments. Yeah, they put yeah. a box, a hard box, just around that library, sure. and away you go. So you sort of limit the, the damage, uh, yeah, yeah, the blast zone, yeah, radius. Yeah. Um, okay, changing tack, changing topic. Um, I think you've travelled the world selling the uh, the merits of uh, Cherry and digital security by design. What kind of exciting places have you been to? And um, well, myself, that this is be- so I've done a lot of travel over the years. Oh. You know, obviously, having worked at Arm for oh, you know, yeah. a couple of years, it's my last big big change was all the multi-core, big little and all that technology yeah. in Arm. Yeah. So, so it seems to me it's probably similar size of change. All the OSs have to be redone. All the so you know, if you think about it. Wow. So it, you're relating. Um, Cherry to a sort of uh, multi-core so, so, yeah, uh, revolution. So if, yeah, yeah, so if we go back to the late 90s, 30, early 2000s, yeah. you know, the embed, well, the embedded and desktop space, so it was a bit in server, but it's slightly different up there. Yeah. Uh, there was no multi-core. No, everything was just single Okay, so yeah. you didn't have... You know, Arm definitely didn't have SP operating systems. Yeah. There was no software that knew what concurrency was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were operating systems that worked on event mechanisms. So basically, there was not a software ecosystem for multicore. Yeah. Likewise, there was no real need for multiple cores at the time. So how yeah. do I so yeah. how do I fix the market software failure of seeing new opportunities in multicore with yeah. the opportunity and challenge of software mm. is not that dissimilar, I think, no. to here. Okay. Uh, so what's your strategy? Oh, well, for the making it happen? Or, yeah. Oh, it, so clearly the first challenge was break that market failure to show that it works. Yeah, you're also a very persuasive person, John. Mm. Yeah. I've been told I can sound energetic about it. <laughs> but that, that must be when I'm not feeling too depressed. Yeah. Oh, right, <laughs> but no, so I think yeah. what we're doing now, so there's two more years left in the programme. Obviously, that means we can look at what's in the next DSBD in the DSPB funded right, project. Okay, right, so, right. so what we've done is obviously bring up a lot of projects. I think there's around... 
directly funded ones were at about 35 projects. Some of them are university projects and some are Some university, industry, industry some are collaborations, some are yeah, yeah, okay. We've then brought in about another 30 businesses just to have a look yeah, through our technology nice. access programme. That's still running, so yeah. other businesses can go and have a look at that. Yeah. Uh, which is basically doing, been doing two things. One is saying, is there any corner of people's ecosystem in software that won't work on Umbrella architecture? Right. And I think the answer's been, no, we've not found anything that fundamentally won't work. There's nothing too awkward. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I think I think one of the areas you worked in as a researcher, the memory garbage collector. Oh, garbage collection. That, that, yeah, was, a, that, that, that was a non-obvious yeah. one. I think the, the, the work in my group in Manchester that's looking at, well, not me personally, but... JIT compilers. JITs, the, 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 yeah, the code yeah. generators, they do some but horrible JIT, tricks okay. yes, around yes, memory. Right. Can we make that work? They've yeah. got the interpreter working, some of the APIs, yeah, so that's yeah, looking good. good. So I think and does the chip work itself? Yes. Yeah. Has it got overheads? If you hammer it in a certain way, oh, the answer is yes. Maybe, maybe. Uh, if but I, this is first-generation technology. I mean, I think there's going to be performance improvements. Well, in well future, that's uh, the other thing to consider with Morello. What is Morello? Morello yeah. is a silicon chip that was designed for a server a few years ago yeah. that's had the Mor- Cherry architecture applied to it. It, yeah. is, it is not a CPU microarchitecture designed to run right. Cherry code. So it's like the chip's been patched to uh, to provide Cherry support. <laughs> well, it, you know, where, where we are seeing some of the, uh, the, the, you know, the memory slowdowns due to the doubling of point size and things yeah. like that, yeah. you know, that's not, that's not a new problem. No. So, okay. you know, ARM moved from 32-bit to 64-bit, the point has doubled in size. Yeah. Did people complain that 64-bit is significantly slower than 32-bit? No. Why? Because the microarchitecture that was designed for 64-bit decided to use 64-bit data paths. Yes. Okay. okay. So okay. you know, if, yeah. if yes, the, the if, whole pipeline changes, that's right. They, so yeah, so yeah. Okay. so okay. so Morello is more of a functionality platform to demonstrate the new capabilities of the architecture, not a microarchitecture for benchmarked results or right. performance. So, but uh, even so, it's proved that the ads to the microarchitecture don't cost much. No, no. And so it's the data manageable. path's only sixty-four bit on Morello, not hundred and fifty. Oh, I've no idea what it is, but it's it's probably uh, uh, separate. I, I, well, I can say no, they didn't change the data path on the core to add the, the oh, okay. whereas the obviously the, yeah. previously they had but will they this time probably not because they haven't seen that as a major bottleneck yeah, yeah. yeah so we've got to you know when people look at the performance they've got to understand it's yeah. a old micro architecture with new yeah. instructions yeah uh, and the answer you know some of the things that we were worried about like can they do bounds checking without slowing down memory access full stop the, the answer, answer is yes the answer is no, it doesn't slow down. Mm. So yes, yes, they can implement yeah, bounds exactly. checking without yeah. slowing down every memory access. Yeah. And it's yeah. things like that that are fundamental to the new architecture that have been answered rather than uh, should we go to 129-bit data paths? You know, should we increase the size of the instruction cache to compensate? You know, and things like that. Sure. Those haven't been done and haven't been yeah. considered. Um, here's a question. When, oh, quick lick of your lollipop. When you're not doing um, digital security by design um, or thinking up new uh, multi-core processing technologies. What do you do in your spare time, John? My spare what time? makes you tick? I guess the main thing I do is ride my motorbike. Oh. Yeah. So, so Cherry Tech, you hosted Cherry Tech, didn't you, recently? In Glasgow. Up in Glasgow. Yeah. Yeah. So how does somebody from Cambridge visit a conference in Glasgow? So uh, that's, what, 360 miles each way? Right, OK. Yeah, yes. well, you, yeah. You, 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 you finish work in the afternoon, jump on your bike for the evening, come <laughs> up on your bike, don't you? 
don't you? <laughs> and of course, do you got the M6? You come through the dales and over the uh, oh, Shuck nice. Pass, and yes. you know, yes. yeah, which was fine on the way up. On the way back was a bit damp, but hey, oh, and right. the A1 was shut, so I, it, it took a bit longer to get home. But um, yeah. is there anything else you think I ought to ask you? Just because you got a wonderful answer to a question I haven't said. I have no idea. Mm. Is it a nice lollipop? Uh, of course, this is the advantage of audio blogs, not videos. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We don't see you licking. You don't lollipop. see me like licking a lollipop. No. Not that there's uh, any evidence that I eat sweets when I'm away from home. Are you? <laughs> are you? Um, um, are you pleased with the number of Morello boards that you've kind of sent out to different companies and uh, universities and so on? I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I think there's lots that have gone out, haven't there? And all kinds of weird and it, wonderful it, projects going it, it on. It was really hard. So this is brand new architecture. Yeah. The ecosystem at the time when we started was what five people, right? Okay. You know, three or four in the university, a couple in my arm. Yeah, uh, we we knew that we had a budget. You know, the government originally was seventy million. That's up to about eighty-five or so oh, now. Well, so we keep, we keep talking it up. Yeah. Uh, how many boards do you need? Well, that's an interesting question. Of course, we needed to decide how many boards yeah. before I had actually run any competitions. Oh, Because hell. the boards and the chips were going to be the manufactured. The lead times. The lead so, times. Yeah. And remember, we built these over the semiconductor shortage period as well. Uh, so, so, yeah. I, so I'll yeah. go back to the numbers in a minute. But, you know, we were at one stage when the first phase of boards were due. Yeah. And we, we asked the, the supply chain, how many of these chips can we have? And they said 34. Oh, hell. <laughs> how many do we need? Uh, well, actually... We're we're, we'd ask for about 600 and 700 right. boards. Yeah. Okay. What, what's the lead time for the other 600 boards? Mm-hmm. Uh, 24 months. Oh, no. And I looked at my program and went, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we uh, started doing grey market, and I think right. we even started unsoldering. We, we heard <laughs> you've heard of Russia unsoldering chips from washing machines. Right. Yeah. We we were unsoldering uh, PCI controllers from oh. other boards, and <laughs> just so we could build these right. prototypes. So it's yeah. It's been an interesting ride over COVID and semiconductor shortage. Oh. oh, you need 15, to go that, don't you? Fifteen minutes. Right. We're good. We're good. So yeah. now, now we're. Are be... you speaking at this last session? No. So last session has got some of the key important people, our oh, important right, stakeholders. Exactly. So uh, we've got DCIT on there and Arms on there. So it's quite, it's quite a good interest. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, one. Obviously, we just finished the DSDB one where we had Google and Microsoft. Oh, it was so nice to uh, see. Google, Microsoft, and the Ministry of Defence all standing up and saying, "Cherry is great. This is what we need." And and, and uh, critical infrastructure guy. Yeah. So yeah. so we ended up with you know military, critical infrastructure, yeah. consumer, yeah. Uh, IoT, and yeah. handsets. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. get a better no that's uh, group. And that, uh, yeah. Full house, I think. You know, and the, you know we had yeah. then obviously introductions from uh, senior long-term people in NCSC, basically setting the picture. Mm-hmm. And I think you know we probably had four or five hundred in, which given the size of the conference is. Uh, pretty good oh I think so I'm glad we got yeah. the auditorium that's for sure not one of the smaller rooms oh yeah yeah last year we were popping out the doors with about 200 and they obviously realised that oh. this might be might catch on and be big one day where was um, Cyber UK last year uh, Cardiff. So was it? And okay. Glasgow the year before. Oh, right. Oh, so, so it moves around the, the countries, does it? It's oh, yeah. Le- Belfast Le- this year. Well, we call it places now, don't we? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because there's one for three, four thousand people here. That's a big tourist income for the uh, yeah, time of the year. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. But, yeah, so any listeners want to know more, where should we send them? Should we send them to you or dstb.tech? Ah, good. We should say that, shouldn't we? We should. So, so. If you want to find out more, John, where should we go? Uh, we should go. Well, you can go and speak to Jeremy. He's really knowledgeable. Okay. 
capabilitiesforcoders.com. There we go. And the, the central website is more of a jump, jump off point, so best of luck at finding things. But if you go to HTTPS, I don't think we actually did the non secure version. <laughs> yes. DS. Colon, slash, slash. By design, bsdd.tech. DSBD.tech. Yes, yeah, so digital I'll security. Put a link in the comments. Yeah, there you go. Digital security by design.tech. And did you know dot technology costs five times as much as dot tech domain? shocking, isn't it? How shocking? I know. Anyway. It's a much longer what you want the short one, really. I know. Yeah, no, I could have been DSB.com, but that was some right. thing in somewhere else, southern yeah. hemisphere. Yeah. You know, dot tech's good, I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, so so we're all working in DSDB tech, yeah. whether it's Cherry, Morello, yeah. so it's all DSDB yeah. tech, so mm. come yeah. and join the party, change the world. time. Thanks for listening to the Capabilities for Coders podcast. Hope to see you again sometime soon. Bye!